Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Ah, hello, 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 and welcome to the Morgan Men Sports Podcast, wherever you may be getting your podcast from. SoundCloud.com, Google Play Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing for the latest sports information that surrounds you. Guys, today has been, well, this whole week has been a very good week for the esports community whenever it comes to Call of Duty or Overwatch starting up Season 2. And for Season 2, for Overwatch, it is already a blockbuster. Like, seriously. I'm actually watching the uh, Los Angeles Valent versus the uh, Hangzhou Spark, if I'm pronouncing that right. I think that's the new expansion team along with Toronto Defiant. The uh, Titans and, if I'm not mistaken, and I know the Atlanta Rain, but there and there are several others. I cannot remember those off the top of my head, but I'm actually watching, like I said, the uh, Los Angeles Valent right now. And the Sparks are actually winning. The first map they won was uh, 2-1, and that was on uh, Buzan. Zan, if I'm pronouncing that right. But so let's go over the standings currently right now. So right now you got the New York Escalar at two and zero with two maps, well two matches played. Excuse me, for map win loss and tied, they are five two and one. Difference of a plus three. Atlanta Rain is sitting at your number two spot with. One win with one match played, four and zero, oh, so that's a difference of plus four. San Francisco Shock is also at four and zero, oh. so actually it is a tie record between Atlanta Rain and San Francisco Shock right now. And also, I do have a strong feeling that, if I'm not mistaken, let me go to the schedule right quick. That uh, Atlanta Rain plays tomorrow along with San Francisco. So while that is pulling up, uh, we got number at number four right now, the Sparks with one win at one match played, being at a uh, 4-1 ratio with a difference of plus three. And finally, number five is the Philadelphia Fusion coming off a very hot win and a, and a kind of like a payback match against the London Spitfire. And I have to say, London Spitfire does not look that great. Because right now, the current standings show that London Spitfire are 0-2. And they've already played two matches. That's not good right there, guys. I'm I'm sorry. But you are the defending OWL champions, and you need to be performing like champions. 
Yes, tomorrow uh, on Sunday, February 17th, the Houston Outlaws. Houston Outlaws had a very good game. But, of course, they lost to the Toronto Defiant. But they will be play, playing Boston Uprising. Philadelphia Fusion will be going up against Atlanta Rain. So that's definitely going to be a good match that I really want to watch right there. Then San Francisco Shock with the Los Angeles Gladiators. Soul Dynasty versus Dallas Fuel at 7.30 tomorrow. Oh my goodness, guys. The way this card is brought up right here, I just absolutely love it. Uh, With my predictions, honestly, going into tomorrow for the, I think it was, what is it? One, two, three, four. For week one, game four, or day four, excuse me, I'm predicting the Outlaws will win three to one. Philadelphia Fusion, no, excuse me, Atlanta Rain will win, I'm going to say probably 3-0, or 4-0, excuse me. Uh, San Francisco San Francisco Shock will probably win their match because, I tell you, I watched that match last night, the time of this recording, which is actually the day of this upload too, they were very impressive. Uh, no, excuse me, uh, Friday, that's what it was. Friday, they were very impressive. Uh, Soul Dynasty, I am predicting they're going to win against Dallas Fuel at least 3-2 to two going into overtime. <laughs> so that is your top five right now as the standings go for stage one. Now stage two, guys, if I, well, it's not even going to let me click on it. I'm actually on the OWL uh, official site right now. And where are, in the Washington Justice, they've already played and with one loss. That is surprising. <laughs> but, yeah, honestly, I am going to be my, all right, so my top five, well, excuse me, my, my top match for tomorrow will have to be the Atlanta Reign. Going against Philadelphia Fusion because they're both undefeated teams. But Atlanta does look like they have the upper hand because they are 4-0. On the maps, while Philadelphia has one loss on a map. So that could be the difference maker right there. Who knows? So going on to Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Guys, I don't know what to think of this. I personally, I think it still needs to be Becky versus Ronda. Charlotte does not to be put does not need to be in this match because Charlotte Flair is what 27 28 years old and she's still got plenty of time to go on and make you know history in the making why not give it to somebody else which would be Becky and Ronda and let Becky Lynch win the Raw Championship women's Raw Championship at WrestleMania in the main event but a lot of people are defending this because, you know, you can't have a main event without Flair. No, you're wrong. You you can have a main event without Flair. Now, I will say this, though, that every other main event or even, like, first time for the women's division has had Charlotte Flair now. I will say that. But I think, personally, that this is the one time where... 
you need to give the spotlight to somebody else. And, and, and going back to, like I said, Charlotte is 27, 28 years old. She's still got plenty of time to go forward and headline WrestleMania, say, in, like, the next, you know, like, five or ten years. Because, you know, still, you know, wrestling at 37 or 38 is still good. Ooh, excuse me, guys. I am so tired today. I've actually had, um, well, I didn't. I've actually been up a good bit throughout the night uh, with, uh, you know, some other stuff going on. But um, I'm trying to get through this podcast. I'm definitely trying to get through this podcast. So my prediction, I think, honestly, going forward with this feud is, number one, either Becky needs to just show up to Raw and, you know, kick everybody's butt on the Raw roster, even some men. And uh, um, Vince, you know, comes out and, you know, says, like, Okay, fine then. If you're gonna beat up everybody in the in the raw roster, you know you have your match. But Charlotte Flair is still at it. Or if you don't want Charlotte Flair added to the match, you fight her at Fastlane. Pretty much. That's how I kind of see it happening. I don't know. But now, also too, now the this gimmick is a lot like Stone Cold. Now, now Becky could possibly attack Vince McMahon. And, like, force him into saying on camera, all right, Becky, fine, then you got your match at WrestleMania. Like that, you know, get out, get the off me or whatever. Just like, just something like that. That is something I'm predicting. Or this also could be an option, too. Vince McMahon chooses Charlotte Flair to win at WrestleMania, while Triple H and Stephanie chooses Becky Lynch. To win at WrestleMania. And of course Becky would win. Because you know this is Becky Lynch. But it all ties into the XFL. Because next year 2020. Will start the beginning. Well the reopening. Of the XFL. And Vince McMahon is want to. You know put more time and energy into that. So it makes me wonder. Here's Triple H. He's uh, the CFO. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and he heck he's he has full control of NXT and you see how big NXT is. So Vince gives uh, creative control over to Triple H, but in this kind of storyline where, like I said, if Vince chooses Charlotte, Charlotte loses at WrestleMania. Vince has to hand over all creative control and everything else that concerns the main roster, both Raw and SmackDown. To Triple H. That's how I'm kind of predicting this is going to go. I'm not for sure. So if it is a triple threat match. Probably go ahead and expect that kind of stipulation to be added. Becky wins. Triple H takes over. Charlotte wins. I really don't know. I want to say probably then. Triple H will have to quit. Or get fired or something like that. So, because, you know, part of the storyline would be Vince saying, well, Triple H I, or Hunter, I'm not going to just sit here and just give up my company and you not give up nothing. You have to give up your job if you lose this Sunday at WrestleMania or something like that. <laughs> That's how I kind of predicted. Now, I also did mention this. Now, on, now this, is, this will go against Becky's kind of like 
attitude a lot. But then there again, you know, CM Punk had a lot of attitude. Stone Cold had a lot of attitude. And whatever he did, it was still okay. So why don't we add in a modern era kind of like attitude where like CM Punk sued WWE, but a part of the script. Becky Lynch sues WWE or just Vince McMahon in general and for taking her out of the match at WrestleMania. And then uh, she said that she's got the best lawyers there ever is. And then, you know, Vince will say he's got the best lawyers there ever is. And then Triple H comes out and saying, no, she's got the best lawyers. And then Vince is like all worried, concerned. He's like, okay, okay, you fine. And you got your match. So I could see that as another option that Becky Lynch could sue Vince McMahon. But like I said, that goes against her attitude character. In that form of sense. So, who knows? So, we either got the triple threat match where it depends on Becky winning to have Triple H full control over WWE. Or, we have just Becky and Ronda going on at WrestleMania. So, that way, Becky will face Charlotte Flair at Fastlane to determine who is going to face Ronda. So, it don't have to be a triple threat match. But also, now you got you got to consider this in the part of the situation too. This is Vince McMahon. <laughs> this is Vince Kennedy McMahon right here that we're talking about. He could all right. So say Becky Lynch ends up winning the match at Fastlane if there's even going to be one, and. Charlotte Flair still goes out there and said, I got robbed and I got cheated or just, you know, just whatever. And Vince is like, no, Charlotte, no, you didn't. I'm adding you to this match at WrestleMania. So WWE Universe, it's going to be a triple threat match. You know, I see that happening. I could, I could see that being like that, kind of like that low blow where it's going to like piss fans off. But also, at the same time, it's going to make a lot of fans happy, too, because then Becky could kick the hell out of both Ronnie and Charlotte in one night and still win the Raw Women's Championship. So, keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. If there is a match at Fastlane to determine who's going to face Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, don't be shocked if Charlotte Flair comes out and says she's got cheated or robbed, and then Vince says, no, Charlotte, you did not. You're you're still in the match at WrestleMania, and it's going to be a triple threat where the odds are really against begging part of the storyline, which, I mean, because, see, the, the stipulation would be, you know, of course, triple threat match where the, the champion will have to defend not only against one person, but two people. So... Really, it's kind of like the odds are stacked against Ronda, but they're really stacked against Becky Lynch, if that makes sense. Because Becky Lynch wanted that one-on-one. So now, with Charlotte being added to the match, now that is like a huge disadvantage towards Becky. But on toward Ronda's side... You know, it's a huge disadvantage because now she got to defend the title against two other people. So it it works out in so many different ways, but I am still predicting that it's still going to be Becky and Ronda at WrestleMania. 
I'm not going to say that for just sure yet, but we have to wait and see what happens actually tomorrow at Elimination Chamber and going forward to Monday Night Raw for at least the next two weeks. Because for at least the next two weeks. All right, so here we are, uh, the 17th, which is tomorrow. Yeah, the Monday Night Raw, so one, two, three... I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say at least the next two to three weeks, we're going to be expecting the storyline to kind of like swallow up a little bit to where we could either, like I said, either see Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair to determine who's going to face Ronda at WrestleMania, or we're going to, we're going to find out eventually that Becky Lynch has been added to the match and and it will be a triple threat match at WrestleMania with Becky still winning the match in general. So let me know what you guys think in the comment section below on SoundCloud or Google play, because I am really kind of intrigued to see what you guys think about the entire stipulations. All right. So guys, now I am going to be heading on over to division a wrap up. For the CWL Pro League. Um, like I said. The the Division A League has just finished up. And this week we're actually starting up Division B. So I cannot wait for that. And I will go over like my top fives. For the first week of Division B. So currently. Right now the top four qualifying. The top four qualify for playoffs. Bottom four go to the playoff. To play in tournament. So right now, currently at number one, which will have the number one seed at, uh, I think it's Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. It is Gen G sitting at six and one with map count of 1911. Number two is Midnight Esports at five and two with a map count of 17.9. Three, Optic Gaming with being four and three. And actually Red Reserve is tied with them also at four and three as well. The only difference is that the the map loss is plus three in optics name. <laughs> then your bottom four is UYU with three and four, Luminosity three and four, Team Resospity, if I'm pronouncing that right, I'm sorry. It's two and five, and Evil Genius is one and six. Ah, if if there was a way I could change this. I would put Luminosity at least at the number four spot because me personally, I think Luminosity has figured it out. And if they, but if they would have had figured it out though, honestly, at least about a maybe a day earlier, they would be at the number four spot, really. And and I tell you honestly though, the whole the whole Division A was just electrifying. Gen G, you know, I really didn't pay attention to them at first because I thought, okay, well, they're going to probably lose. But Midnight Esports was the one the one team that I was concerned about whenever they went up against Optic on the very first match of the day. Uh, that started the Division A, you know, Pro League, you know, qualifiers and all that. Midnight Esports is still a team to reckon with because they did defeat Gen G. But now Gen G now, if the tables return, if I'm not mistaken now, if the map three 
was a search and destroy, Gen G would have won that, and it, the series would have been tied. Going no, yes, yeah, that's right. If it was search and destroy on game four, the series would have been tied two to two. I would have saw that, and Gen G would have won. But no, it was control and hardpoint, or hardpoint and control. So that automatically favors Midnight Esports because they are more of a respawn kind of team. I figured that out. And Gen G is that that one live team because they know how to, you know, perish lives in Search and Destroy. And, you know, and in control as well whenever it comes down to like the bottom five or at least the bottom or at least a 10, excuse me. Uh, Optic Gaming is more is like is more of a respawn kind of team as well, but I am concerned about that though. With them sitting at number three in Division A bracket at four and three, you know it, this concerns me. I mean, yes, I mean they're they qualify for playoffs, but I don't think they're good. <sighs> I don't want to sit here and say that they're not going to make it because Optic Gaming could always pull out, but man, they need to get something figured out because if if not, you know, they're going to miss out on another Call of Duty World Championship. I mean, yes, I know they won the, the Infinite Warfare World Championship back two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, two years ago. And... Hey, Infinite Warfare was a very hard game, but shoot, Black Ops 4, you know, it's it's much more tougher. I have to say, because I play pro in the uh, Black Ops 4 series, um, not like, you know, through CWO or nothing, but like just through like little private matches that I find through people on the, uh, the Twitter and Facebook and all that. So, uh, the game, my best advice to you is work on the communication, work on like some NFL play calling or something you know like reagan you know like run right or um elizabeth you know run left or whatever you know work on different play calls and you know kind of because to me watching the the matches it's kind of like you gave away like your strategy a little bit Whenever you gave away your strategy, it's like, you know, these teams like Gen G or Midnight Esports and heck, even Luminosity, you know, they picked up on that. It's like, okay, you know, I know what they're doing, you know, flank them at this position or whatever. And that's how Optic Gaming lost three matches. I mean, it, Gen G lost was not that bad, but Luminosity though? My gosh, you know, Luminosity, you know, right now they're sitting at three and four. They were at, uh, what was it, two and four whenever Optic faced them. So I'm like, oh my God, how do you lose to Luminosity? Whenever they're sitting at two and four at the time that this game was happening. Uh, Genji, uh, keep up what you're doing, uh, but I would work on the uh, respawn kind of games like Control and Hardpoint because those right there. I feel like those are your weaknesses. Midnight Esports definitely work on the Search and Destroy ones. Because if you're going up against Gen G, which are undefeated, and Search and Destroy in the CWO Pro League, 
you need to work on that. And, and this is for Optic as well. Uh, Red Reserve, definitely, it's the same thing. Uh, but more on so of trusting the player and getting these play calls, you know, down pat. Because, you know, it's just like with Optic, you know, it's kind of like you gave away your play calls whenever, like, say, Gen G or UYU saw that kind of play. they like, okay, I know what they're doing, so let's flank them. So, uh, the only team that I could really see bounce back is uh, Team Recespity. If I'm pronouncing that right, sorry if I am not. <laughs> but Team Recespity, uh, that's really about the only team I could see bounce back in the uh, bottom four to the uh, to the play-in tournaments. That's really all I could see that kind of team going forward. Uh, but I'll give you a little, like a little tease of what I want to talk about for Tuesday's podcast, but I'm actually hoping that 100 Thieves actually ends out at least, at least the number three spot in Division B. So we'll have to wait and see how all that plays out. But of course, like I said, I will go over my top five for week one of Division B brackets. Uh, but that was my Division A recap from, you know, you know from all the weeks. So now into one with the win-loss ratios going forward. So guys, that's all the time I have for today. I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure that like button on either Google Play or SoundCloud.com. It really don't matter because I'm uploading into both. So either way, you're getting the best podcast possible. Till then, guys, take care. And I, Cole Morgan, will catch you guys later. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications.